Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. And he had the gun taped to his back the entire time. Really? He did. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. It certainly is because what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. And then when the movie comes out, we go and see it and see how close we got. And if you want to put one of our or two of our previous predictions to the test, you currently can because in theatres right now is Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the sequel to the original. When did uh, Black Panther come out? Like 2017, right? Yeah, I feel like it was 2017. And if you want to stay at home, Enola Holmes 2 is currently streaming on Netflix. I forgot to mention that last week. Yes. Two predictions that I'm not too sure how well we did. Yes. But, uh, you can really look into that yourself. Yes. I'm actually really keen to see what's going on with both Black Panther and Enola Holmes 2. Mm. So much so that I'm going to watch uh, Enola Holmes 2 as soon as we finish recording today. You excited for it? Not really. I just <laughs> want to see... I just want to see who's closer because we had some crazy ideas. I think I had like acrobats as burglars and you had like a murder mystery going on, and, <laughs> which wasn't an element in my plot at all. So just <laughs> I really want to know what's going on in an all home. We end up watching such strange movies that we never would usually watch just out of spite. Exactly. Co- yeah, competition. exactly. <laughs> That's just every episode of this yeah. show. I never would have wanted to watch Dora and the City of Gold. Nope. But here we go. Now it's one of our favorite movies of all time. Yep. But will Violent Night, the movie that we're here to talk about this week, end up being one of our favorite movies of all time? Uh, let's get into it. So, it's being directed by Tommy Wercola, who uh, I think most famously directed Dead Snow and Dead Snow 2, if you remember those movies. Nope. You don't remember those movies? Nope. There were, there were movies about uh, people who go to the snow for like a skiing holiday or something like that. Yeah. And Nazi zombies burst out of the snow and chase them around. Sounds fantastic. So, I think that's the quality that we're, you know, we're going to expect from this movie. So Highbrow. It's also snow related because it's a Christmas movie. It is. It is. There's going to be... I don't think there's going to be Nazi zombies in this movie. Well, there could uh, be. I mean, there could be. Looking at the trailer, there could be anything in this movie. They could be on the naughty list. Exactly. So, what do we know about this movie so far? So far, there's only one trailer for this movie. That's right. One, one trailer. And it describes the premise of this movie, which is there's a rich family, some bad guy mercenaries come and attack this family. The family That's right. has a yep. little girl. And it just so happens to be on Christmas Eve when Santa is running around delivering presents. Yep. Here comes Santa. He meets the mercenaries. And in the trailer, we just see him beating people up. That's right. Well, not beating people up, brutally killing people. Mm-hmm. Using is, his Christmas powers. Using his Christmas powers. We're seeing candy canes utilized, Christmas lights. We're seeing teleportation, mm-hmm. you know, vanishing through keyholes, presumably. Yeah, yeah. So, so we covered, like last episode, we covered a, a movie kind of similar-ish to that Fat Man. Yeah, that's right. But I guess the difference is, is where Fat Man was kind of a normal guy. Yeah. So in Fat Man, Mel Gibson played Santa Claus. Yes. And in that movie, Chris Kringle is played straight. He's played as like a normal guy. He's not really shown to have any sort of like ethereal powers. Mm. Where in this one, they're really playing into the fact that, you know, it's the Santa Claus we know from the Coca-Cola ads. Yes. And he's using his sort of Santa Claus powers openly and obviously. So he has a sleigh that flies through the air uh, and he's using his powers to kill people. He's from the North Pole. Well, they don't say that, but that's what I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. It's classic Santa. Not guess- Alaska. No, no. I guess it'll be interesting to see because we had problems with the Fat Man movie. Yeah. If if this movie will fix those problems. That's right. So this is the same plot as Fat Man, essentially. So Yeah, a little bit. Santa Claus versus Assassins is essentially the, the through line of both movies. It's uh it well, yeah, it's 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 Santa Claus in an action movie. That's it. That's it exactly. Now, the idea of a killer Santa Claus, I, I think, has become a cliche at this mm. point because we've seen it done in so many movies. And I think- Futurama episodes. Yeah, exactly. Where what, what? Don't they have like a big dome to protect themselves from Santa, <laughs> Santa yeah. when he comes each year and he's like a killer robot? Yes. Is that right? Yes, okay. that's right. Not really familiar with Futurama myself, having never watched it. But, you know, I have heard of that storyline. 
But I think the most notable example in cinema is probably like uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Are you familiar with that series of movies? Is that the one with Goldberg? Oh, no, that's uh, Santa's sleigh. <laughs> There's, yeah, there was a movie called Santa's sleigh, which is Bill Goldberg, the wrestler. Yeah. He's a demon, but he's like forced to be nice and uh, he turns into Santa Claus. And so the whole plot of the movie is he's Santa Claus going around town, literally like brutally murdering people by going like, ho, ho, ho at the same time. <laughs> but no, Silent Night, Deadly Night was a series of horror movies, you know, back in the 80s. It's about a child whose parents are raped and murdered by a guy dressed as uh, Santa Claus. Okay, wow. And so he has this trauma. He has this fear of Santa Claus growing up. And then on Christmas Eve, when he's about 18, 19, he finally snaps and they force him to wear like a Santa Claus costume because he, he works in a toy shop. Okay. So they force him to wear a Santa Claus costume to greet the children. And while he's wearing the Santa Claus costume, he snaps and literally goes around and kills everybody. So he's a killer dressed as Santa. That's right. He goes around. He, he becomes what he feared the most, essentially. And then there was deep, the deep. there was the really uh, famous sequel as well, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, where his brother Easter Bunny, no, 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 his his younger brother <laughs> ends up becoming a, a killer in a Santa Claus outfit as well. It's the movie that has the famous line "Garbage Day," <laughs> where a guy's just trying to take out the trash. Yeah, he's trying to move his garbage can outside, and then <laughs> his brother, I, I can't remember his name. His brother's name was Billy. He was like Jimmy or something like that. Mm-hmm. He, he's the killer at this point, and he's just walking around town, not dressed as Santa Claus, mind you, just walking around town in a regular blue jumper, just shooting people on the street. Mm-hmm. Shoots a car and it blows up. Of course, Great that's movie. what happens when you shoot a car. But the thing about that movie as well is the first half of the movie is just the first movie. <laughs> so okay. He's just explaining to his therapist what happened in the first movie, and they literally just show the first half hour is literally like the first movie condensed down to half hour. <laughs> So you don't need to watch the first movie. You can just come in and That's watch so lazy. Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 and get caught up on the first movie without having watched it. And then the, the, the second half of the movie is just a really lazy, cheap wow. movie. Well, you, can, you can't plagiarize yourself, right? You can just hand in the same homework. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is not an episode where we're here to talk about Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, but I just want to mention the two sequels really because, briefly. Because this is the company that this movie is Exactly, in. exactly. People are going to compare this movie to those movies yes. for all time, for way off into the future when this you know is, this becomes a cult classic. This is a genre, right? The it's gonna, Santa Claus killer genre. It's going to settle up into like the lofty heights of these kind of movies. So mm. the third movie has really nothing to do with Christmas at all. The third movie is about a woman who, she's a reporter and she's investigating a woman who jumped off a building to her death while on fire. So, like, my main takeaway from this movie is, like, a chalk outline with, like, a burnt sort of, like, (laughs) corpse in it. Clint Howard is in it as, like, a random homeless guy. And there's this scene where, like, he he gets, like, a giant maggot. Like, he finds a giant maggot in in the garbage and he's just like, check out this giant maggot I found. Nothing to do with Christmas at all. And then the fourth one, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, the toy maker... Has uh, Mickey Rooney, classic actor Mickey oh, Rooney, dear. as as an evil toy maker who makes like an evil Pinocchio that ends up being like a, a Santa Claus, and the way that they defeat him is they reveal that he doesn't have a penis like a Ken doll. <laughs> so what? What? Like, how does that defeat him? Yeah, he's just upset by it. <laughs> <laughs> like he sees that he doesn't. Oh, I'm actually missing a movie. Oh yeah, you are. The, the fourth movie was the one with the worm and Clint Howard, and the, and the, it turns out like the bad guys are witch. The fifth one is the toy maker. There's another movie where the secret sister of the brother from the second movie is is a blind woman and she's being stalked by the killer from the second movie, except he's got like a, a glass dome on his head that it reveals his brain. And that's literally the whole plot of the movie. These movies sound awful. They are awful. But yeah, the, the fifth movie, I, I was just thinking it was way more extreme. I feel like I'm all over the place. But yeah, the fifth movie was way more extreme because not only do they reveal that he's a, a like a, a Pinocchio style doll yes. with no penis, he tries to rape a woman, except he doesn't have a penis. So he's just there thrusting with no penis. It's that kind of movie. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Sounds awful. 
All right, movies to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, if you're is, uh, into that stuff, this is this is the same studio. This movie here that did Bullet Train, right? That's right. So yeah. it's actually produced by the same team. Or what was the the team called? It's got they've got like an eight or something in their in their name. It's like V Eight Juice or something like that. Eight Seven North. Eight Seven North. That's it. Look, there you go. Yeah, it was up there somewhere in my brain. Uh yeah, they produced John Wick. They produced Deadpool uh, Two. Deadpool Two. Sonic Bullet the Train. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. So we've covered a few of their movies. So yeah, maybe, basically. Maybe that'll be in our favor. Like, uh, can... and uh, Nobody as well. There they also did Nobody. So go. this is very much their wheelhouse. This is familiar terrain for us. So let's talk about who's in this movie before we dive into our plot, since we've gas bagged enough already. We've clam jammed enough already. <laughs> so starring as the titular Santa Claus himself. Well, it's not really titular because his name's not in the title, but David Harbour is yes. Santa Claus this time. Yes, it's going to be course, a real character study. Yeah, we've talked about him before in the character piece, Hellboy. This is, I think this is the second time we've ever talked about David Harbour. Uh, well, wait a second. He was in Black Widow. Oh, yeah, he, that's right. With his bad <laughs> Russian accent. How could I forget about yes. that? I did forget. I completely forgotten about that movie. <laughs> well, we did say it was a forgettable movie. He's going to be in the Marvel movie, The Thunderbolts. He's coming back as, as a, that character, as the, as the same character, but as like a, a well, he was a main character in Black Widow, but he is going to be like a, a mainstay. Remember how for what? years I've been talking about the Dark Avengers? Yes, they're doing it. They're doing it. It's the Thunderbolts. He's one of the Dark Avengers alongside uh, Yelena from that movie as well, Florence okay. Pugh. Interesting. Next up, playing the character of Skylar Lighthouse, which is a man, by the way, mm-hmm. is Alex Hassel. Uh, he was vicious in. Netflix's ill-fated Cowboy Bebop series, if you watched that at all. Yes, I did. You did watch it? What did you think I of did. it? Uh, I didn't finish it, if that answers your question. Did you see Vicious in it, though? Uh, I can't remember. He's like the long, blonde-haired guy. Uh, probably well, not. He had white hair, actually, now that I think probably about not, it. Probably not, yeah. He's like the villain of the series. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you probably didn't get... Fo- he, I think he was in every episode, but, you know, given how bad that show was, I'm not surprised you don't remember. And he was also in The Boys. Right. I've never seen an episode of The Boys, so I couldn't tell you who he was, but you know, he's in it. Next up, playing the character of Linda, who is Skylar's wife. By the way, it says that her name is Marge on Wikipedia, but I'm going to go from the official sources that says her name is Linda. Linda. Because okay, yeah. I heard, I saw Margie, so it's Linda. Yeah, that's right. I, I believe it's Linda. Okay. So on IMDb and everywhere else, it's listed as Linda, but okay. Wikipedia is the only website that says her name is Marge. So I could look like an idiot in the future, but I'd rather not. Well, saying it now. I mean, names don't really matter on this show. No. <laughs> look at our Fantasy Island episode where we got every name wrong. <laughs> Thanks to Wikipedia. So, yeah, I, I've decided this episode, don't look at Wikipedia at all. Don't trust that source, mm-hmm. which is probably a lesson I should have taken away episode mm-hmm. one. Yep. So, I'm going to call her Linda. You can call her Marge if you want, because one of us is going to be right. Yeah, right. Uh, so, Alex Lauder, who's playing Linda, is probably best known for being in the, the almost unwatchable, in my opinion, Watchmen TV series. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch that show? No, I did not. Okay. So, he, he, it's unwatched men. <laughs> Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I was so happy with the movie, I didn't want it to be spoiled for me, you know? We're such yeah. big fans of that movie. Uh. Yeah, that's right. So, I'm the one willing to go out and spoil it for myself by watching the TV show, reading the sequel Well, you watched comics. it first and you were like, this sucked. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm not going to Well, no, lots it. of people really like it. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, a lot of people thought it was a brilliant show. But me personally, as a fan of, you know, the source material and the mm-hmm. original movie, which I know is a controversial opinion, okay. I just thought the, the TV show sucked. Okay. I Fair. thought it was a terrible story. And it retconned a lot of stuff that I liked in the comic. <laughs> Next up, playing the character of Ben. That's his entire name, just Ben. Ben. Is John Leguizamo. We've talked about him before in our John Wick Chapter 3, Antebellum. No, no, that's not right. Parabellum yep. episode. Uh, Antebellum. Where he wasn't in the movie. No. <laughs> we talked about him like he was going to be in the movie. What happened there? Uh, he was in the previous two movies, but just wasn't in the third right. movie. Right. Now, he's the... What he's was Luigi from the Super Mario yes. Brothers movies. yes. And wasn't he the... Oh. He was the violator in Spawn. I'm trying to think of that comedy movie. 
Anyway, come he on. was in Romeo and Juliet. Yes, he was in Romeo and Juliet. That comedy movie. Yeah, that comedy movie. I can't remember what comedy movie I'm thinking Next of. Next up playing the terrible. character of Alva is Edie Patterson, who of course we've talked about. She was the one woman who died basically in Knives Out. Do you yep. remember her? Yep. The one with the spider crawling across her face in the trailer that was killed by... Um, I guess no spoilers. Yes. Even though we've spoiled it before. I, I remember her because predicting that whole situation was such a pain in the yes. ass. So, yes. so yes, she's so. going to be in this movie too. Did I mention her in my plot? Of course not. <laughs> There's a lot of characters that are there, but you're just like, how? How do they fit in? And last but not least, playing the character of Gertrude Lightstone is Beverly D'Angelo, who's probably most famous for being an American history ex. I believe she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in that movie, as well as The Coal Miner's Daughter, another, another award-winning movie there. Mm, what a cast. Exactly. What a cast. That's everybody who's in the movie. Now let's get into what we think is going to happen. Matty D, it's your turn to go first. I will take the floor. I will take the floor. Before I go into this movie, I just want to say a few things. I think, Mm. and I think you're going to agree with me here. I think this movie will essentially be Die Hard meets any classic Santa movie. Oh, Um, you're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So that's what the theme is going to be. So it's going to be a Christmas movie is what you're telling me. It's going to be, yeah, a Christmas movie, but it's going to be- What a surprise, given that the main character is Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, (laughs) it's going to be like a Christmas story set in an 80s action movie sure and it's going to be very john wick-esque yeah um in the way that fat man wasn't yes one of our biggest disappointments of fat man if you tuned in last week was that it wasn't john wick-esque even though it sold itself as going to be and yeah we just felt like it should be more extreme and i feel like this is going to be very much a course correction on the same plot idea well it's from the studio that does these kind of movies yeah exactly imagine and they know what their audience wants absolutely they're going to be giving it to them i also think that part of this movie will also remind us and the audience of Home Alone in a, in a kind of way because that's okay. a Christmas movie as well. Yeah, technically Traps is being set up and I just... What, so Santa's going to be swinging paint cans on strings at people? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? He's going to get a map out and he's going to plant traps around, protect his house. <laughs> it's not his house. He's going he's gonna to order room service, going to watch uh, gangster movies. Yeah, Angels with Dirty Faces, <laughs> I think you'll find it is. Wait, uh, no, that's a Jimmy Cagney movie. <laughs> it's uh, Angels with Dirty Souls is the one that's from um, that's Home it. Alone. That's it. And also just Santa in this universe will be very real, but every adult will think he's made up. Very sure. unlike Fat Man. Yes, like, that's The right. exact opposite. So this is what I think is going to happen. And I kind of struggled a little bit finding my feet with this. Now, typically, really? yes, typically with these movies, I know they technically start with an action scene, but I couldn't see how you could do this because I I've got to say I'm with you 100% on this one. I don't, I don't see Santa fighting at the start. That makes no, no sense. He's got to be brought out. That of it. would take away from the, the shock value yes, or the surprise and I, and I, value and I don't later see, in the movie. Yeah, I don't see us being introduced to our mercenaries until they attack and I don't see the family doing anything. So it's not going to start like that. Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to start with our introduction to the uh, Lightstones Mm -hmm. as a wealthy family that owns a massive corporation. Now, Wikipedia paints the Lightstones in a negative light. Originally, when I watched the trailer, I thought this would just be a normal, wholesome family who are rich. Mercenaries attack them. Santa saves them, and it's very cut right. and dry. So you're trusting Wikipedia straight away? Yes, and the only reason I'm trusting Wikipedia is because of the casting of Gertrude, because yeah. The, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel just that actor and the, the description of Wikipedia for that actor being the matriarch and being like a cold-hearted... Well, they don't really She's say like that. She's like the mother character from Arrested Development. Yes, yes. So that just leads me to that direction. So I could be wrong. I could be throwing away points. It could be more simpler than I'm thinking. But yeah. I think that a lot... Like, this is not a great family. And I'll go into why okay. that is. Okay. So Skylar, who is the father here, is speaking to his estranged wife, mm-hmm. uh, who is... Either Margie, Margie or Linda. <laughs> Either Margie or Linda. One of us will be right. you say Margie? I'll say Margie. I'll, I'll say Linda. Let's do that. Let's cut it down the middle. And then in the, in the movie, it'll be Sarah. It'll be yeah, like, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> it could well be. Right. But they're estranged. They're not together. They're not separated or divorced or anything, but they're not living together. It's not It's not going well. 
And he's telling her, he's telling Margie Scarlet, that is, that they need to look like their relationship is good for the sake of their okay, so daughter. Are they divorced or in the process of being divorced? What's going they're on? They're not here? separated. They're not divorced. They're they're just, there's no romance in the relationship. They're not okay. together, but they're faking it. Okay. For the sake of their daughter, you said. For said. the sake of their daughter. Okay. Yeah. So they want the relationship to be intact for Christmas. This mm-hmm. is the day before Christmas. So they're like, let's just pretend to be a great together family. So here's a question. I don't want to spoil anything from my plot, mm-hmm. but are they doing it for the sake of their daughter or are they doing it for the sake of appearances for their family? Both. Both. Okay. Both. Because nice. as they're discussing this, Gertrude appears and Skylar is immediately intimidated by her. She's going okay. to scold him by so- for something minor, being like, oh, you didn't get these decorations out or you didn't get like these entrees out or something like that. What? So they live at the compound? I'm going to get into it. But okay. yeah, they're all at this sort of manor. The, so they live there or are they just visiting? They they live there. Okay, so yep. the whole family lives under the same roof. Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. Margie doesn't, but she's there for the sake yeah. of, to keep up appearances. AKA Linda. <laughs> AKA Linda, yeah, that's we right. We get it now. That's right. Now, the daughter does not, or the little girl does not have a What's name. What's name? Uh, I've not been able to find a name, so I went out on a limb and decided to call her Christy. Why? Because they always You're do- You're actually pretty close. A Chris Crindle reference in every movie. Do you know the name? Yes, I do know the name. Okay, well, I'll, I'll wait for your I think it's Chris prediction. Kringle. Chris Kringle? Yeah, not Crindle. Oh, we well. remember from last week because that was the main <laughs> character's name in Fat Man. Yes, yes. But that's why I'm going with Christy. I, they always do that okay. kind of reference. So suddenly Christy appears and she's awakened. Yeah. She's, uh, she's you know, coming downstairs with like her teddy bear and stuff. And so she- it's Christmas morning. No, no, no. That's, this is uh, Christmas Eve. Okay. This is so she wakes Christmas up on Christmas Eve, Eve comes yep. downstairs with her teddy bear. Yep. She sees her parents fighting and she asks, why are you fighting? And they assure her that they're not. Oh, we're just having a talk. We're just having a talk. Yeah, we're need- just tickling each other. Yeah, we need. We'll put you to bed. So they put they put Christy to bed. <laughs> it's morning. <laughs> it's night time here. Oh, okay. It's Christmas Eve. All right. Okay. So it's Christmas Eve. It's night time. She's come downstairs with her teddy bear from bed. She's been roused from her slumber. Yes, that's right. Okay. I was imagining she was coming downstairs for breakfast. I'm like, go back to bed. <laughs> go back to bed. We're not ready for you yet. No, 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 no. They put Christy to bed, and Scarlett tells her that she needs to go to sleep because Santa is coming tomorrow. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, she yells at her. Um, Slate. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and she and Christy's really excited about the prospect of Santa coming coming to town, as it were. Uh, Skylar gives decides to give Christy a present early. He does this with Margie there together. Yeah. Uh, and she unwraps it to reveal it's a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Now I had this idea that maybe this was an accident. Maybe they accidentally wrapped a walkie-talkie up, and then when she opened it, they were like, "Oh, How you yes. accidentally gift wrap something." I don't know, maybe. You're just in such a hurry. Well, they're a wealthy family. I don't think they're wrapping their own presents. Oh, so so like a security guard was like, Merry Christmas. And he was going to receive like a walkie. Great, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have preferred a holiday bonus, but instead she gave me a brand new walkie top. Mine's been playing up for years. (laughs) And they end up giving it to the child. (laughs) Yeah. And the security guard's got like. Is that your angle or is that. No, that's not what I decided okay. to go so with. No, that, it's, a, it's a legitimate, thoughtful gift. It's a gift. legitimate, thoughtful gift. So, what, what kid doesn't want a walkie-talkie? I mean, I had one as a child. Mm, I'm sure you did as well. Yeah. You can sit there and talk to truck drivers on their CB radios. And who doesn't want to do that? Abuse some truck drivers. Yeah, exactly. Yell at <laughs> good times, good times. This is what we did before the internet was. Yeah, that's was right. <laughs> that was literally yeah. something we used to do. So, we would take like our <laughs> walkie-talkies to school yep. and gather around the playground yep. and like we'd tune into the frequency <laughs> of the truck, truck driver. And just be like, you're an asshole. <laughs> and they'd be like, turn off. <laughs> the truck driver would always take the bait too as well. Yes. Like he knew there were kids. Like you, you would think that you'd be like, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I'll just change the channel or I'll just like ignore them. But instead they're just like, oh, I'm going to find you. I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know where you guys are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They'd always say like, I know where you're coming from. And we'd be like, oh, yeah, really? And we'd believe it. 
<laughs> like change the channel. Are you coming from? Are we coming from your bum? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> yeah, that was it. Anyway, Christy can do all these great things yes, with her new walkie-talkie. She has so much to look forward to. <laughs> but but essentially, what Skylar says, much like in the trailer, is he's giving her this walkie-talkie because it's going to let her communicate straight to Santa truck Claus. Drivers. Oh, Santa Claus! <laughs> the truck driver Santa Claus. No, straight to Santa Claus, and he yeah. says, "Oh, but Santa Claus, you can tell all your wishes to Santa yeah, Claus. Yeah, yeah. So he'll hear you, even if he doesn't respond. He'll hear you. It's like yeah. God. It gives her like a little bit of comfort. It means she's not going to get up in the middle of the night because she's got that correspondence yeah. to Santa Claus, right? And Skylar says, "Well, look, and there's no second walkie-talkie, so it's not going anywhere. There is a second walkie-talkie that'll come in later, but." Skylar says to his daughter, look, Santa Claus is really busy right now, so he probably won't respond, but he'll hear everything yeah. you say. And she goes, ah, oh, cool. So It's like a baby monitor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Christy is amazed and wonders what this great man Santa Claus is doing right now, the night before Christmas. Then we're going to yeah. flash and we're going to meet our hero. Yep. We're going to meet Santa, Santa Claus himself. at a bar drinking. It's going to be our hero. Our hero. It's going to be the scene that plays exactly as in the trailer, a bartender asking if Santa who she thinks is just a normal guy yep. is going to drive home and he's going to make some jokes about And the then like there's pole. a guy there flirting with the bartender. Yep. And uh, Santa Claus scares him off because he's in a, in a family and he knows. <laughs> it's the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It, it reminded me very much like Yes, that. exactly. Yeah. But no one will give that movie any credit. No. No one remembers Fat Man. <laughs> no. No. So essentially, uh, Santa Claus is talking about a lot about his life and everyone just thinks it's a joke. Yeah, that's right. And just like in the trailer, there's going to be a customer there that goes, hey, I'm also Santa. How long have you been doing this gig for? Because he's like a yep. mall Santa. And Santa will be like, I started the whole damn thing. Yes. Now, Santa will sloppily stumble out of the bar. Uh, Santa in this movie will be depicted as a rough, grouchy alcoholic. Essentially, oh, where have I seen that before? Essentially, David Harbour. Or Mel Gibson. <laughs> yes, very much so. But this guy plays all the same characters, yes. it feels like. I it's know, a real character piece. Yes, it's a real character piece. I know he has a lot of variations. A lot of people like his acting, but he very much is grouchy, alcoholic, yes, bitter guy. thanks to Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, Santa will pull the sheet that's covering his sled, and on the way to... Mounting, getting on his sled, he steps in some reindeer poo and rages. Right, so this is outside the bar, is it? Yeah, this is outside the bar. Just fitting this in from where we saw it in the trailer. So back at the Lightstone Manor, the Lightstones are all having a Christmas Eve party. That's why everybody's there. That's why the mother's there. They're having like a family gathering. That's why they sent the child yep. to bed as well. Okay. Well, go to bed early, child. You're not invited to the family. Well, it's gathering. an adult party, right? They're getting the booze out. They're, okay. having, they're having some wine. All right, fair enough. I don't want the kids around, you know? Yeah, who and, needs that noise? Yeah, exactly. Given that they only have one child in their household. <laughs> there might be more. No, there's one. actually other children. Yeah, there is other children. Yeah. So Gertrude announces how well the family company is going and praises her favorite son, Skylar. Right. Do they have like, do they publish books? Uh, I didn't really go into what Mystery they novels? Do. Mystery novels. Yeah. I, I think they're like a manu- like a toy manufacturing company. Wow, that'd probably, be nice. Or like an Amazon style company, like a delivery wow, packaging service. stuff. Okay, interesting. Something like that. I don't think it's too important. I didn't get into any of this in my plot, just by the way. So oh. I, I think it's important to explore it in yours. Cool. So everyone works for the same family company, is yes, what you're saying? Yes, that's right. That's right. And everyone's sort of competing within the family for the mother's affection and for okay. like, the company. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Gertrude praises Scarlet. And then she kills herself she kills and herself. the maid is, and uh, everyone has to is framed. Yeah. Yes, okay. yeah, exactly. Exactly knives out. And, yeah, so Gertrude is saying that uh, that Christmas is the, the biggest time of the year okay. for them because Christmas is all about making money. We're inserting a message here, Ken. We're inserting yeah, okay. a message. All right. But they haven't been manufacturing the right amount of toy. Like, the, the toy manufacturing level is way lower, so they're going to have to resort to, like, working for the American government. <laughs> 
to make uh, like control panels for jets. Is yep. that right? They're going to hire the elves in the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alaska to yeah. uh, to build stuff for them. Margie is here during this whole announcement, but decides yep. to leave and go out into the hallway because it's too toxic for her. She's like, yep. oh, these people are terrible. She needs some air. Yep. And she finds the other walkie-talkie, like the okay. sister walkie-talkie to the one that uh, she gave her daughter or, her, or that Skylar gave her daughter. And she notices that, and it's just on a side table, and she notices her daughter or she hears her daughter speaking through the walkie-talkie. Okay. So what she hears her daughter saying is, I hate my mum. She's all- such a bitch. I yeah. wish she'd leave. Can you kill my mum? Um <laughs> That all she wants for Christmas is for her two front teeth. The two front teeth, exactly. Yeah. Uh, No, is for her family to be together. Yeah. Okay. Margie's going to take the walkie-talkie. Okay. That's just important. So she just takes it with her. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'll 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 keep a hold of this. Now outside, we see the mercenaries led by Ben. Ben is looking at the manor. He sees some of the Lightstone family members outside, like through the through the window, Mm -hmm. and he announces that the Lightstone family won't know what hit him. They go into the house, so they, they the the mercenaries go. They burst the in. They burst in. It's going to okay. be like a Nolan s kind of like invasion oh, of okay. the house. As in pro- Christopher Nolan. Yes, it's yeah. in Christopher Nolan, and we're going to see it in the perspective of the house guests. So, like, there might be like waiters and servants just doing things, and all of a sudden these guys come in and like elbow them in the face and do like wow, okay, you know, just barge in. Uh, and they've all got like their like SWAT gear and military gear and things like that. And that's going to introduce our first action scene of the movie. Okay. <laughs> yep. Anyway, there's going to be a few punches, knockouts, and things like that, and Ben rallies Are everybody. Are people shot? What's that? Are people no, shot? No, I... Mm, Matt. No, I'm going to say... Mm, actually, they're bad guys, so... Maybe people are shot in the leg. Okay. So people are, are, are wounded but not killed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're All not right. after killing people just yet. Okay. Um, so they're going to rally the whole family and they're going to bring them to like the dining, like a lounge room sort of area. Okay. Yeah. Living room. All right. And where the Christmas tree is. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Where the Christmas tree is. We see this in the trailer. And Ben Ben sort of got everybody there and he's holding them all at gunpoint. And he says he's, he demands that he gets access to their family's safe. He's going to okay. steal all their money. All their stuff. <laughs> Margie's hiding in the hallway. All of our stuff is in bonds and stocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So Margie's hiding in the hallway, remember? And she hasn't been spotted. She whispers- And then the way you get into the vault, by the way, you have to sing like uh, a song together. Yeah. Yeah. Side by side. <laughs> That's a, such That's an obscure it. reference. That's I'm it. sorry, everybody. <laughs> so, Margie's in the, so Margie's hasn't been caught yet. She whispers through the walkie-talkie to Christy to be quiet and stay in bed. Yeah. This alerts one. You of better them. hope that these are these characters' names, by the way. Oh, fuck. Margie and Christy. Fingers crossed. It's going to be. It's going to be a very confusing actual spoilers episode. Yes. Um. But uh, th- this alerts one of the mercenaries, one of the people who are walking through, and they manage to find Maggie. Mm-hmm. Margie, sorry, not Maggie. Okay. And takes her to the others, and he also confiscates the walkie-talkie. Um. And I think this is also going to lead, lead the lead the mercenary to realize that they've got a daughter upstairs, and they're okay. going to take her. And so take- he hears the daughter through the walkie-talkie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Takes her. They're all in the living room now. Now, we're going to see a small montage. We're going to break away from this and see a small montage of Santa riding around, doing deliveries. He's going to be clumsy. He's going to be sloppy. Just he's going chucking to be- presents down the chimney yep. as he goes past. He's- Drive-by present dropping. Yep. He's going, to be- he's going to be causing trouble. He's going to get into dog attacks. He's going to ride okay. the sleigh all over the place. Classic stuff. So he's going to be caught up a tree while a dog attacks him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's what was to- that movie where that happened? There was, a, there was a Christmas movie. Oh, it was a, it was a Mexican movie called Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Where Santa Claus is trying to deliver presents, but he goes to someone's house and they've got like a Doberman in the backyard, and he's like hiding up the tree, and he's got no way to turn invisible because he has like this magic bag yeah. that turns him invisible, and the devil steals it. Not the devil, a devil called Pitch steals it. What? And he can't turn invisible because the whole movie is basically Santa Claus is trying to deliver presents, and the devil is trying to stop him. Yeah. So he sends his minion Pitch. 
<laughs> to stop him. And yeah, I was just reminded of that. That's crazy. How can old Pitch be so mean? Sicking a vicious dog on Santa like that. <laughs> the powders, the flour to disappear. No powders and no flour? What do I do now? Run, Santa! Climb the tree! It's your only chance! I don't know if that'll... That might happen. Maybe I'll just rip off that movie. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that no well-known movie. going to remember an obscure movie from the 60s <laughs> called Santa Claus from Mexico. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, though we, we see Santa doing all these things. Um, and eventually he goes... He's kissing to, mummy under kissing the Kissing mummy on the mistletoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look forward to yeah. it. Ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool if he does, like, end up kissing uh, Margie. It's like, what? Oh, you you, remember, the look on your face tells me that you might have that. Do you remember the scene in the Bill Goldberg movie, Santa's Sleigh, where he goes into- I a, gotta be honest, strip, I didn't watch that. He goes into a strip club and goes, ho, ho, ho. And then he grabs <laughs> the stripper and starts making out with her. <laughs> I'm hoping that happens. Bill Goldberg, God bless your heart. That's the guy who like thinks about the kids, by the way, Bill Goldberg, with every-, every Oh, really? He, makes, yeah. he wasn't thinking <laughs> about the kids with that movie. Bill. <laughs> so Santa comes down a chimney to a house. He uses magic to do so. We see that in the trailer. Okay. And instead of, you know, meeting an empty house or meeting a dog or meeting a family member, he meets an armed guard. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. And the guard attacks him because thinks he's just like a burglar or something. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> this house that I'm taking over by force, there's a burglar coming <laughs> Imagine in. Imagine that. to save them. The worst luck. So other, well, I don't know. Maybe other people are trying to get this family as well. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, it, it creates a, a competition. <laughs> it creates Oh, my a- God. They're trying to burgle the house that we're burgling. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone's trying to rob the same house on yeah. the same night. Um, but this creates a fight. We see this in the trailer yep. between the guard and Santa. And Santa actually defeats the guard using his um, strength and using his magic powers. Any ideas on what he does to dispatch him? Well, he takes the gun and he like hits him in the face at one point. And I, okay. think, I think he throws a magic star at him and shit like that. A magic star? Mm. Okay. So Santa has a magic star. Yeah, like, like a ninja star that he pulls out from his belt liner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I think what will happen in this moment is he'll just grab the gun from him and just knock him out. Okay. That's no what, magic star. No no magic star. No, that's coming later. That, that'll come later, yeah. This was the guard that had the walkie-talkie, right? Okay. That had the confiscated the walkie-talkie. Right, okay. So Santa picks it up and because like back in the dining room, everyone's walking around doing stuff. They're kind of distracted. Christy is able to communicate to Santa through the walkie-talkie. And this is going to be a running theme throughout this movie. So, like, Santa will pick it up and go, hello, uh, who's in charge here? And then realize that he's talking to a little girl, realizes the little girl is on his nice list and decides to help her out, save her, essentially. And this will be a, a running theme through the movie where Christy will talk to Santa, give him helpful tips of where she is, okay. give him encouragement, I'm in bed. be the reason that he's doing everything that he's doing. So, he came down, he beat up the thing, and he probably might have left or you know, done whatever, but now he knows there's a little girl there. He okay. needs to save her. And he's got this walkie-talkie to communicate to her. And every time people are distracted, she's going to be talking to him. Okay. That's how I fit that in I there. like the mercenaries on the same frequency as Santa and Trudy. No, they're on a different okay. frequency. This is like just two walkie-talkies that talk to each other. Okay. Yep. Okay. The sort of middle part of the movie will just be Santa taking out different mercenaries in different ways. It'll flash uh, back yep. and forth. One, two, skip a few. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Classic stuff. Classic us. Uh, it'll flip back and forth between what's happening in the living room to what's happening with Santa as he takes out each guard right, one okay, by one. Right, okay, so Ben, John Leguizamo's character, has the family mm-hmm. at gunpoint yep. in the living room and is saying, what's going on, while we cut back to Santa Claus who's taking out mercenaries. Yep, yeah, and okay. some, some people might come back and say, he's doing this now, he's doing that now, and they might have cameras that can see what's okay. happening, and he's sending people out, Santa's taking them out. So, I know it's kind of lazy to say that, so I'm just going to th- throw a few predictions out there of how he might take down 
some of the mercenaries. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to stab a guy with a candy cane. I didn't see that in Fat Man. It was one of my predictions, so I'm saying that now. Maybe stab. It was in, in the, the trailer. Ca- was it? Yeah, it was in the trailer. He stabs a man through the face with a candy cane, and he's sucking on. Oh, so you're great. not going to get two points for that in the future. <laughs> I thought it would be the neck, but, uh, you know, I guess... the no, through the, the face. face. Through one side of the cheek, out the other side of the cheek. There you go. Uh, he'll throw a Christmas tree star at a guy. We already t- said that. Yeah, but- it was in the trailer. <laughs> Say something that wasn't in the trailer. He'll blow up a guy with coal. I know that was in the trailer, but he might do it in other ways. No, no, no. It was a grenade. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't coal. Well, you're, I, you're taking the trailer at face value I, here where he I, says he gives coal to bad people. No, I, he, he sticks a grenade in a guy's shirt and the guy can't find it. And watches him explode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to say he's going to throw coal and it'll okay. explode. He's going to strangle exploding someone. Exploding coal. Yeah, exploding coal, absolutely. Look out, ScoMo. Yeah. This is coal. Don't be afraid. The Don't be scared. Won't the treasurer you. knows the rule on crop. It's coal. <laughs> Strain references right here yeah. to our politics. Um, he's going to strangle someone with Christmas lights. He's going to pull a useful item out of the sack at just the right time. Out of his sack. Don't be dirty, right. Kieran. Uh, he's going to hit... A, someone's going to hit him in the gut and he's going to not feel it. Like, he's going to be like... Oh, oh, oh wow. It's like a man. Iron gut. Bam. Yeah. And he's going to use a nutcracker, literally, on to someone's, someone's genitals. nuts. Yes. Just <laughs> like in Guesthouse Paradiso. <laughs> oh, wow. I look forward to that. Yeah. Santa will also pull out his magic list every now and again, and it'll show Christy as nice, as I said before, and, and show each mercenary is naughty, and that justifies him killing them, essentially. Yeah. Uh, as well as the family. The family's also on the naughty list, by the by way. By the way, I went frame by frame and read all the names on the naughty list. Oh, did you? Like, I thought it was going to be important to the plot. It's not at all. They're just <laughs> random names. Glad to know that. Yeah. Right. I didn't even think to do that. Okay, so Ben, during this time, will have Skylar, so, you know, while, while he's worried about Santa killing everyone, he'll get Skylar to take him to the vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they get to the vault, so Christy is upstairs in bed, presumably. No, Christy's in the living room. Remember? Oh, she's in the living room yeah, as yeah, well. So the, the the mercenaries like ushered her out of bed and took her downstairs. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. Uh, earlier on, everyone's in the living room, and then Scarlet. So takes- she's here talking on the walkie-talkie in front of all the mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's done in a way that she's sort of sitting on the couch. She's got the walkie-talkie hidden, and every now and again, she like whispers okay. into the walkie-talkie. So that's she's the- sort of. Concealed herself away yes. behind the lounge. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. They you. know she's there. She's held hostage. But every every time they're distracted, she'll like talk to Santa. Yeah. And they're just too stupid to realize. So they'll go. So uh, Ben will go to the vault and realizes that the vault is empty. Yeah, because they have their whole fortune in stocks and bonds and <laughs> yeah. investments. Well, they have their money. I know it's full. It's full of like uh, childhood memories. It's full of like. <laughs> like what is this? There are photos. Like, like a cot or a crib. Yep. A pram. It's a sled there... named Rosebud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's just going to be empty. And uh... these are our treasures. <laughs> It won't be that good. Uh, it'll just be. The- it won't be that good. <laughs> like Richie Rich was an amazing movie, <laughs> fantastic movie, right? They fought on. Uh, they fought on the Washington Mount- Monument. No, no, it was Mount oh, Richmore. Mount Richmore, yeah, <laughs> which was you know Mount Rushmore, but with Richie Rich and his mum and his father's faces on. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, that was a good movie. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so obviously Ben's enraged by the fact that it's all empty, and you know, there will be boxes that are empty and things like that. And he'll, Scarlett will essentially say, "Oh, the mo- we moved the money from this vault. It, it wasn't there the entire time." Now back to uh, Santa. He'll scrap around like Die Hard. It won't be like he's will- got bare feet. He's walking through glass. Well, I kind of think he he'll be competent, but he will also be beaten up as well. That's I've what I mean. Got a gun when I now, ho ho ho. Yeah, makes yeah, more yeah. sense because he's Santa Claus. Yeah, because like you know, it just. You know, he, he's really struggling through this whole thing. Okay, yeah. We're rooting for our Santa because it's, you know, the actor. He's bloody, he's bruised. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's right. Which we do see in the trailer. And he'll manage to get to the living room where everybody is. However, he's overpowered by all the guards. They just all gang up on him. They beat him yeah. up and they leave him for dead. Now, Ben and his goons say that- Wow, they- Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, now, Ben will say, 
okay, well, we don't know when the money is, so we're going to take your daughter as hostage. So they steal Christy yep. and until we get our money. So they all leave. And obviously the parents are distressed. Where did they take her? They, they just run off. Oh, they run off. They leave the compound. They leave the compound. Okay. Because they couldn't get what they wanted. So they all go. They take Christy with okay. them. Okay. Right. Anyway, obviously everybody's distressed. The parents are distressed. Uh, uh, Margie, Santa's distressed. Margie as uh, Margie and Skylar are distressed. Santa is unconscious, remember, Kieran. Okay. And all of a sudden, the walkie-talkie is next to him because it fell out of his pocket, and he hears Christy through the walkie-talkie, and it sort of rejuvenates him to life. So he gets up, picks up the walkie-talkie, and Santa says to the parents, even though Skylar and most of the family are on the naughty list, Christy isn't, and he's going to track her down, he's going to find her, and he's going to save her. So the last portion of the movie is going to be Santa going after the mercenaries out in the world. He's going to track them down through to like a shack in the middle of a snowfield area. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're hiding out in a, in a shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they fled, they found a shack, they sort of hid there. Okay. Santa's coming for them, and he's going to hunt them down like a hunter hunts his prey. Okay. Uh, he's going to fight through what's going to be a huge elaborate war zone where the mercenaries are firing guns at him, throwing grenades at him. He's going okay. to take them all down. He's going to violently kill them. Eventually, the lone survivor will be Ben who has Christy at this point, uh, he'll be running for his life and Santa will be pursuing him like really, like really heavy yeah. footsteps going, Grr. it's like, no! <laughs> um, uh, and eventually he'll catch up with him and Ben will be scared. He'll be pleading for his life and Santa will pull out his naughty and nice list, see all the bad things Ben has done and in a rage decapitates him with his list. Sharing Netflix passwords. <laughs> yeah, how dare he? And he decapitates him, you said. Yes. Now Santa returns Christy to her parents and they are overwhelmed that she is back. Santa tells them that Christy is special and seems to know more about the Christmas spirit than the rest of their whole family combined. And with that, he leaves. Gertrude comes mm. out and says, you know, oh, thank God everybody's safe. You know, Skylar's happy as well. He's like, glad everybody, she says, glad everybody's okay. But tells him, it's a good thing I told you to move the money out of the vault. I knew it was a risk leaving it with you. And realizing that his family only care about money, Scarlet for the first time ever stands up to his mother. It's okay. His mother, I don't think I said that before. And tells her that he will not be spending Christmas with them. Instead, he's going to go to uh, Margie's house and spend Christmas there. And Mar- okay. And- so she has her own house that she lives in, separate yeah. from the family. Okay. That's right. That's right. And and Margie- Even been- when they were married? No, no. She she like left and she was living okay. in another house. All right. I see. And, uh, and she's been forced to pretend to live with, um, you know, in the big mansion with- um. With Skylar. Well, that must be difficult when she has her own house. Yeah. 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 Well, she's left her own house to live in it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How, so, so, how so, does that work? So, breaking down, the family's kind of- The marriage is broken. Sure. She's moved out. Okay. She's been living in another house. Sure. And the family's not like, where's Margie? Haven't seen her for a while. Well, the, the family's Doesn't not really- live with us? The, the family's not really, like, involved. They all came over for this party, right? And that's why- Right. I'm, so, they don't all live there. Because you, earlier you said that all the family lives in the same- uh, yeah, I did say that. I did say that. So I'm going to retcon it a little bit and say it's Gertrude's house. Okay. Yeah. No one else lives there. Yeah. And they're letting the kids sleep there, and no one else lives there. But they're making it look like, yeah, they're making it look like they're together. Okay. All family. right. Which makes more sense if yeah, you think about it. Yeah. That's a little bit cleaner. Yeah. So it's going to be Gertrude's house that they all go to. Okay. And they're all supposed to stay the night, but Skylar says, "No, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to go with my wife, spend Christmas yeah. with her." The end scene will see Skylar, Margie, and Christy. So this whole event brings the family back together. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You don't want a nice little bow on it. You okay, know? they're all going to be happy. They're all going to be in this like quaint, humble, small one-bedroom apartment. It's not fancy. It's not glamorous, okay. but they're all together and they're all happy. Santa is looking at them from a distance, not in a creepy way, okay. but he's like kind of he's smiling. Just standing out the window. Yep. He pulls out his list and he now sees them all on standing the nice in a list. box like Tom Cruise in <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Yes, exactly. Uh, 
I thought he was a tall guy, old David. <laughs> but um, yeah, he looks at the list and everyone's on the nice list. He smiles and announces it's time for him to get back to Mrs. Claus and he rides off into the sky. Uh, Christy is sent to bed that night. She gets kissed by her now reunited, properly reunited, that is, parents. Yep. And just when they leave, she grabs her walkie-talkie uh, that she still has and says it's through it. It's a very it, long night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. says... The sun must be coming up now. Well, this is this is the day out. Like, this is Christmas night rather than Christmas Eve. Christmas night. Oh, as in yeah. Christmas day night. Yeah. Okay. And then she says through the walkie-talkie, Merry Christmas, Santa. Fuck and, you. And we hear, <laughs> we hear on the other end a gravelly David Harbour voice that says... Merry Santa's Christmas, Christy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Christy. And that is my plot. Been real naughty. <laughs> That's your plot. Yes. I'll tell you my favorite element of your whole plot. What? The fact that you called the little girl Christy, even though we see what her name is in the trailer because she's in the, on the good list. What was her name? Trudy. My name is Trudy Lightstone. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it was very prominent in the trailer too. <laughs> so it, that just shows me that you didn't pay attention to the trailer at all. <laughs> Did you watch it one time? I watched it three times. And didn't pay attention to the fact she goes, my name is Trudy Lightstone. And he opens up the uh, the, the nice list and says, Trudy Lightstone. It shows all the nice things she's done. And Maddie D was like, Christy! <laughs> because they always reference Christmas in these movies. Even though in the trailer, that says what her name is. Why am I going through wow. puberty in your impression there? That's what you sound like. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm just joking. I'm a real boy. All right, so we've heard what you think is going to happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. Let's get into what I think is going to happen in the movie. So, quite like you, I think we're going to start on Christmas Eve. It's a cold open because it's winter. There's a lot of snow around. <laughs> I like that, Kieran. <laughs> Where we're introduced to young Trudy Lightstone. Who's not Trudy? <laughs> not Christy. Trudy Lightstone and her parents, Skylar and Linda. The family is driving to Skylar's mother's house, which is a huge rich people compound. We've sort of already discussed it in your plot, so it's not like the whole family lives there under mm-hmm. one roof. It's uh, essentially their mother's place, their matriarch's place, as mm-hmm. they describe her. And it's like I said, it's a rich people compound. It's like Knives Out, essentially. Yeah. So the Lightstone family comes from great wealth. I didn't elaborate on what they do as a business. I don't think they have like a family business where they all work in the same business. And if, and if it is, it doesn't really matter what they do. It doesn't really matter. No. It's not important to the plot. And even though Skylar and Linda are recently separated, they agree to spend Christmas Eve together with the rest of the family for the sake of Trudy. And for the sake... Well, it's, it's, it's the same as you said, mm-hmm. for the sake of appearances for their family as well. So, yep. Skylar's sort of justifying it like, oh, we need to spend time together as a family over Christmas for the sake of Trudy. But really... But really, it's for appearances so he doesn't look bad in front of yeah, his family. Yeah, yeah. That's the real That's intention. how it boils down. Agreed. We both said the same thing. So... Linda is hesitant to see the other Lightstone family members, but Skylar insists that it's best for appearances, like I just said. And that's the thing that's most important to Skylar. Yes. Skylar is all fake smiles and cheer with Trudy, as he truly wants her to have a special Christmas. Yeah, so he's not a terrible guy. He's no. just uh, on the wrong track. That's right. So he's he's doing it for the right... He has his heart's in the right place, but he's going about it the wrong way. Yeah. So the family arrives at the Lightstone compound, where they are greeted by the staff, who are all dressed in traditional Christmas costumes and colourful jumpers. Lovely. So they're all dressed as like little Nutcracker men. You know what I mean? Like I like to imagine boys. they're all miserable, but they're all like dressed. Yes, in exactly. Stuff. Yeah, I like to imagine <laughs> like that all as well. retail workers around this time. So Trudy takes a moment to admire the giant Christmas tree, which is every child's dream, surrounded by hundreds of presents and toys. At this point, we meet the rest of the Lightstone family, including Skylar's mother Gertrude. So the Lightstones are all nice to Skylar and Trudy but a cold towards Linda. Oh. Because they understand that they've separated. She's an outsider. Yeah, right? that's right. So they never really liked her before, and now that she's sort of divorcing Skylar, she's more of an outsider. Yeah, she doesn't come from wealth. She's new money. 
Yeah, and there's a little bit of racial undertones there because Linda happens to be black. Yeah. And I think, yeah, we're just going to get the vibe they that- They can play on that, yeah. They, they never really respected her because of her race. But like, like this is going to be a subtle thing, not an overt thing. It's not going to be American History X with Gertrude, you know, curb stomping her. You know. Jeez. So That's Linda, what Santa does. Linda feels uncomfortable, but Skylar insists that she keeps a brave face just until Boxing Day. So they're only staying there for, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Then you can go back. You don't have to see each other anymore after that. So the other Lightstones are all snobby rich assholes, quite like the cast of Knives Out, there you go, Mm -hmm. and spend most of the time talking down to each other. Gertrude will be the rudest of all the family members, with each of her children basically kissing her ass in order to stay on the will. Right. Very much like Knives Out. Yes. I was very much thinking about Knives Out when I wrote this. It seems like Knives Out a lot. Yeah. After an awkward dinner, Skylar and Linda tuck little Trudy into bed and tell her that she can open one gift early. The gift turns out to be, surprise, surprise, a (laughs) walkie-talkie, which Skylar says is a direct line to Santa Claus. We're then introduced to Santa Claus, who is knocking back beers at a bar. (laughs) We already heard this in your plot. I'm going to reiterate it here. The bartender warns Santa against driving, but he says that the reindeer do all the work. A more Santa drinking nearby asks Santa how long he's been doing the gig for. Thinking, of course, like you said, he's also a more Santa. And Santa admits that he is the real Santa, but everyone thinks that he's joking. Santa takes his leave and says he'd better get back to delivering presents, and all the patrons laugh as if he was joking. Mm -hmm. Santa takes off in his reindeer-drawn sleigh and drunkenly flies to the next house on his list. So it's at this point where we realise, oh, hold on, he isn't a more Santa, he's the real Santa, because we see that he has a magical sleigh. You know, reindeer with Rudolph yep. at the front. So on we so didn't forth. see the trailer, so this is a surprise. Yeah. Uh, is he drunk at this stage? Yeah, he's pretty drunk. Okay. Imagine if this whole movie was like a bent, like a a drunken night out for Santa Claus. And yeah. He wakes up the next day, goes, "What happened?" Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't remember anything. That'd be great. So meanwhile, back at the Lightstone compound, a mysterious man known only as Ben approaches the front gate. He shoots the guard operating the gate and lets himself in. He puts a radio call out to his men, who all spring into action. A team of commandos wearing snow camo approach the compound on skidoos, led by Commander Thorpe. The costume staff inside also turn out to be working with Ben, and they pull guns on the family. Oh, they're bad guys. Yeah, so all of the staff that are there working for the, the Christmas party, they're all turned out to be inside people. Right. The whole time, so they're all infiltrated. So they're, basically the whole catering company is led by Ben... They're secret bad guys, and they were there so undercover. So people well planned, we like well planned people out. we saw earlier in the movie who were established as staff members are all mercenaries. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a police officer that was there going like, "Hey, where's your parents?" At? Yeah, a little short Joe Pesci esque man. Yes. So the commanders burst into the house and quickly take out all the security guards who are working for the Lightstones. So there are security guards there who mm-hmm. literally work for the Lightstones. Well, makes sense. It's They're a, a wealthy family. It's a compound. But yeah, so because the, the the security guards are surrounded on all sides by mercenaries, they just get wiped out. So they are killed brutally, like we see in the trailer. <laughs> Interesting that you didn't think that was going to happen. I don't know. The Lightstone family are all forced into the living room where Ben enters dramatically and shoots the Christmas tree with a machine gun. What a prick. Yes, just to announce that he's just an asshole. He doesn't like trees. So let's not forget that Trudy thought that this Christmas tree was the most amazing thing she'd ever seen. As I mentioned earlier in my plot, he just comes in and defiles it, but <laughs> shooting it. <laughs> Ben announces that he's come for the family fortune, which happens to be 300 million hidden in an underground vault in the compound. Gertrude at first refuses, but Ben insists that no one will be leaving the compound alive until he gets the money. Gertrude finally caves and hands over the key to the vault. So it's like an elaborate sort of like uh, circular key that inserts into a, a slot on the front of the vault and you have to twist it, you know. It, okay, it's, and it's, it's, it's the it's only a fancy, key that can, get, can access That's right. It's, right. A, it's a, like a futuristic thing. She keeps it in a desk drawer or something yep. like that and hands it over and it's like, there you go, have at it. Just a little side note, all of Ben's key operators will use Christmas-themed codenames such as Sugar Plum and Mistletoe. 
So he doesn't use their real names. He just refers to them as their like Christmas themed code names. Right. Because this is a bit like I said. This has been pre-planned. It's a big operation. Well, that's kind of cute. So in the trailer, he is adorned by like a whole bunch of other people we see over and over again in the trailer. So there's like an Asian woman. There's a woman with blonde hair. There's like a tall guy with a Christmas sweater, and they all have Christmas themed, in my opinion, Christmas themed nicknames. So. Okay. Uh, Asian woman is called Sugar Plum, blonde woman is called Mistletoe, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything else. Right. So don't ask me for another example. And meanwhile, bam. meanwhile, Santa lands his sleigh on the roof of the mansion and we all laugh as he steps in reindeer poop on his way to the <laughs> chimney. So it's not outside the bar, it's on the roof of the, the mansion. So Santa literally, well, Santa's reindeer literally shit on the house. Yeah, that's right. Great. And he tells her, who did that? Thanks, Santa. I guess he does say real professional, so. Yeah. So Santa uses his magic to teleport his way down the chimney and into the mansion, therefore avoiding detection from the commandos. So they're watching like the perimeter, but they're not paying attention to the roof because who would be coming in on the roof? Santa takes a moment to enjoy a biscuit and a glass of milk, not realizing that he's been spotted on a security camera. (laughs) The baddies send an armed goon in to kill the intruder and Santa hides behind the Christmas tree. Santa, you know, he emerges out from behind the Christmas tree and so he claims he doesn't want any trouble and he says, "I'll, I'll just go out the way that I came. But the goon isn't having it, and he pistol whips Santa with his rifle. Santa fights back and easily takes down the armed goon, stabbing him in the nuts with a string of Christmas lights. <laughs> nice. So there's a, a string of Christmas lights that are held down with like a pin, and he uses the pin and forces it into the goon's genitals. Basically. Oh, I kind of thought that he like the Christmas lights were all, were on one side of the goon, and he was like pulling them through oh, through his, his legs in between his legs, and, he, and, he, and each each Christmas light hit his junk. Like, no, he was like, oh! no, it's going to be a bit more violent than that. There's like I said, there's literally a pin holding the the lights in place somewhere, and Oof. he takes that pin and goes, oh, there you go, Merry Christmas. Nut, talk about a nutcracker. Santa is attacked by a commando, and after a brutal knife fight, of course involving uh, billiard balls as we saw in the trailer, Santa kills the goon by forcing a Christmas light into the commando's eye and switching it on at the socket. So he gets electrocuted <laughs> as he dies. Jeez, that's terrible. I mean, they deserve it. They're on the naughty list. That's right. Ben and his gang are now fully aware of Santa's presence and demand that the family tell him who he is. So they think that Santa is like some kind of agent oh. operating for them, or like an FBI agent who's and watching they, them. they don't think he's magic at this point. No, they don't think he's Santa Claus, essentially. But the family have no idea who this mystery hero is, except for Trudy, who announces that it's Santa Claus. She's like, it's Santa Claus. And of course, Ben is like, there's no such thing as Santa. Trudy uses her walkie-talkie to call out to Santa, who hears her message on a dead commando's radio. So he's like walking along. There's like a commando lying dead on the ground, and he's got a, a walkie-talkie on him, and he hears Trudy over that walkie-talkie. Right. And and, and does, is it the same thing like in my plot where Trudy does it? Yeah, of course, secretly. Um, and does that mean the other guards hear Trudy's message? Uh, presumably so. Okay. Uh, I'm presuming that they're on the same frequency and uh, anything that Trudy says um, to Santa and vice versa is just heard by everybody. So everybody knows what's going That's on. That's right. So Santa discovers that Trudy is on the nice list and promises to help her out. If you were on that naughty list, I'd let you die, little girl. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't make your bed, you'd be dead right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And now here's my version of one, two, skip a few of thousand. Uh, I knew you were going to do the same uh, thing. After Why a not? few more baddies are taken out by Santa, Ben and his cronies realize that Santa won't let them leave with the money, so they need to take him out first. Ben soon discovers that Trudy is secretly talking to Santa and telling him what's going on via the walkie-talkie and decides to take her hostage, quite like you said, and use her to lure Santa into a trap. So they're not leaving the property. Okay. They're just like, we're going to stay on the property, we're going to take her hostage. Ben takes Trudy out of the house and into a nearby garage where she's kept under high guard. Right. So it's just outside in the in like you yeah. know the maintenance I, shed. I do think it makes sense for it all to take place in one location. That's a standard eighties yeah. trope, like eighties action movie trope, which is what I played with as well. But so you, you might decided be not here. to do that. Decided not to do it, yeah, because I saw the shack. I thought they were out. Santa mistakenly wanders into the wrong room in the mansion, where he's overpowered by Ben and his goons, who tie him up to a chair with Christmas lights. 
think you mentioned that this happened to me. No, you said they did beat him unconscious. Yeah. Doesn't happen in my plot. They interrogate Santa, believing that he's some kind of special agent. You know, they're like, who are you working for? Who sent you? But Santa insists that he is the real Saint Nicholas and demands to know where they're keeping Trudy. He's like, I've, you know, she's on the good list. She's on the nice list. Uh, it's my duty to protect her. One of Ben's goons accidentally lets slip her location and Santa uses his magic to teleport out of the, the Christmas lights, away from the chair and back up a chimney. Even after witnessing all this, Ben still insists that Santa Claus isn't real. So the other goons are like, yeah, I think it is the real Santa Claus. And he's just like, there's no such thing as it's Santa It's a parlor Claus. trick. Yeah. Back in the garage, Trudy manages to get hold of her walkie-talkie again and contacts Santa once again. Santa reassures her that he's coming for her. I'm coming for you. Love that reference. Santa reassures that he's coming for her and tells her that the goons are all on his naughty list. Trudy asks what he does with naughty people and Santa lies and says that he'll just give them a lump of coal. Not exploding coal. When, when I first watched that trailer and I saw him saw Santa put the coal in the guy's pants. It's a grenade. Yeah, I know it's a grenade, but I thought it was coal and I thought he was shoving the coal up the guy's ass okay. until it exploded. I was wow. like, oh wow. What a vivid imagination <laughs> you have. Santa fights his way through the commandos outside, violently taking them out one by one. Commander Thorpe comes face to face with Santa at this point, but he's no match for the fat man who makes the commander accidentally shoot himself. Sort of similar to Michael Myers with that nurse woman in Halloween Kills. <laughs> right. That's what I'm imagining. Okay. Santa takes a kind of pleasure in killing naughty people, even going as far as blowing up Commando with his own grenade while Santa watches with a smile. It's a famous scene. Yeah. It's very like nobody-esque. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Santa enters the garage where he issues a series of season's beatings to the guards. <laughs> nice one. With the, to the guard and Commandos with an axe and a half-sucked candy cane. So he forces, like, he sucks on a candy cane. It becomes sharp as it does, you know. And he's somehow able to shove it through a guard's face without it snapping because it's a movie. I'd like if he bit it off and, like, spit the other end of the candy cane out. Like, just <laughs> like, like a, a bullet. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Santa finally reaches Trudy, but he's attacked from behind by one of Ben's goons, so the blonde one who I've called Mistletoe. The two exchange blows before Santa manages to kill the goon with a sledgehammer. I didn't work the sledgehammer in, you're right. <laughs> Santa rescues Trudy from the garage right before it's blown to pieces by Ben. So the whole trap was like, we're we'll luring him in, in there. Mm-hmm. We've rigged it up with explosives. And once he's in there, we'll blow it up. But he, he, he manages to rescue Trudy and then dives out of the garage Just right as, as it blows exploding. up. That's Love right. it. Very diehard-esque, you yes. would say. Santa and Ben begin their final showdown. So Ben is waiting outside. He was standing outside when he blew it up. He sees that Santa survived. So from out of the fire and the smoke emerges Santa Claus. They begin their final showdown with Ben taking on Santa's sledgehammer with a climbing axe. So, you know what a climbing yes. axe is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, it's climbing axe but versus like, It looks like a pickaxe that you That's right. dig into the wall. There's a Nintendo game where you do it. That's right. I'm thinking of Tomb Raider, the first Tomb Raider, where like one of the main mechanics, the, the Tomb Raider remake, if you remember that game, where one of the main mechanics in that game is like there's walls with holes in them conveniently that you can only use your pickaxe on to climb Even across. Even though pickaxes can be used in like normal walls. And- yeah, exactly. It's a video game. Santa, of course, manages to overpower Ben and delivers a crisp one-liner before bashing his face in with a sledgehammer. Right. Do you have a guess of what the one-liner will be? I know you just said that. I'll give you points anyway, but um, I just want to see what you think. Santa Claus is coming to town on your face. <laughs> Something like that. Right. I know that wasn't very good, but that's just off the top of my head. I'm not a Hollywood writer, so I can't just <laughs> pull it out. Santa returns Trudy safely to the Lightstones, and in a twist that nobody saw coming, not even Matty D, the theft was planned by Skylar's jerk brother who planned the event since he was taken out of Gertrude's oh, will. Right. So he was rude to the mother at some point. She's like, that's it. You're barred from the will. You're not getting any of my money. And he's just like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to plot this whole elaborate thing where... Uh, so the whole thing was his his idea. Right. So he hired Ben to steal the money and he was going to get you know most of it and you share it with all the mercenaries. The brother, let's call him James, shoots Gertrude, so she's dead, and holds everyone else at gunpoint. 
Santa, realizing that James is naughty, fights back against James and kills him in a dramatic fashion. If I had to guess, I would say like he forces his face into the fireplace. Like he, he smacks his head against the fireplace Poor. once upon a time in Hollywood style, and then like burns him alive. He hits the stocking as well. The stocking on the oh, fireplace. Yes, that'd be great. Like he knocks the stockings off as he. Yeah. Like they've got stockings on the fireplace, yeah. and yeah, that's great. And it has his name. It has James's name yeah, on the stocking, right. and he's beating his head against his own stocking. So with James dead, Santa wishes everyone a merry Christmas, and he flies off in his sleigh. Only to be shot by two kids with a deer rifle. Of course. And then he goes back home and complains to his wife about it. That's right. And then for some reason, we, we learn about his taxes and financial situation <laughs> for about half an hour. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Really love that. Anyway, that was my plot. Cool. Cool. Very similar to mine. Differences there. Yeah. But, uh, but they're very interesting. We either have this or we don't. Yeah, that's right. And there's enough differences there that one of us is more right than the other. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think this movie's coming out in about a month, so yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out around Christmas time. So I saw an elf credited it in this movie. And, really? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't think. I it didn't was work real. it in. I didn't think it was legitimate, so I didn't. I, I ignored it, and I noticed you didn't either. But we could I didn't be even very that. wrong that there could be elves here. Yeah, we could be wrong. I don't think there's going to be elves in this movie, to be honest. No, nah, me neither. Yeah, number seven is there. Yeah, complaining about whatever. Eating candy. Yeah, exactly. No one cares about Fat Man. Let's move on. So, do you have any theories on what you think is going to happen in Violent Night? There's several places you can let us know. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know if you're excited for this movie. Have you seen Fat Man? Do you think this looks like a better version of the same movie? What's your favourite Santa killing people movie? Yeah. If you have one. I There's personally so many out there. do not because those movies are usually trash. But yes. this, this, one, this one might be mine. Yeah, it's, this could be your first favourite Santa Claus killing people movie. Yeah. Because Fat Man certainly isn't one of your favourite Santa Claus killing people movies, no. is it? He only kills one person in that movie. He does. No, he actually kills nobody in that movie. No, he doesn't. His, his wife His wife has a higher body it's count. It's barely a Santa killing people movie. It isn't a Santa Claus killing people movie. It's barely a movie. Let's just say that. So let us know what your thoughts are. And before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. Of course, we're doing another instalment of actual spoilers where we're going back and looking at a movie we covered in the past. And, oh boy, you're in trouble, Matty D. Am I? Oh boy. So, the next bunch of actual spoilers we're going to do are all terrible movies. I hate to spoil it for you. Great. But that's the nature of the show. <laughs> and we're going to start off our batch of really terrible movies with the sequel to a famous comedy classic, Coming to America, Coming to America. Right. Okay. Yes. I've heard only bad things about this movie. Yes. I've avoided it. And you I have know. to witness it for yourself. You've seen it. Yes. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, a no, very much beloved classic. That we'll, we'll see if it lived up we'll to its see. name. We'll see. Or what? Like, Coming to America is like a big pinnacle in cinema. Well, it's a very popular movie. It's I guess so. a cult classic, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, just you wait until you see it. Oh, no. So, join us next week when we're going to talk all about Coming to America and see who got closer to predicting that movie. And until then... Cool guys, do look at explosions. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational.
I'm just trying to spread a little Yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh, my God! Nicholas shot him! You shot Santa? Yeah. Run away! Santa's on the loose! This holiday season... Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. <laughs>